Hi everyone, my name is Ty and welcome to Normal Black Girl Podcast. Here we're going to be talking about everything from status to businesses to family to breaking generational curses, manifestations, dreams, hopes, and just guidance overall. So I hope you guys enjoy it. This here is going to be the first episode, the introduction episode is what I like to say, or of course call it to pretty much just lay out who I am and what type of podcast, of course, to expect from me. So, of course, my name is Ty. I am a North Carolina native. I am a graduate of North Carolina A&T University. Aggie pride, you know how we do it. But, of course, here at my podcast, we're just going to talk about everything. What it's like to be a normal Black girl in the world not even gonna um not even going to break it down to being in the U.S. or a certain continent or country we're just gonna say just in the world overall what we experience being a black girl or a black woman in this world what challenges we face what we can do to help each other so of course I hope you guys enjoy this first episode and tune in thank you so much for listening and on to the next episode everyone my name is Ty and this is the normal black girl podcast welcome to the first official episode I know you guys had the introductory episode where you learned a little bit about the podcast and what it'll be like and of course about myself so let's tap into it all right so let's say here normal how do you categorize normal what do you guys deem as normal now per Webster's dictionary The definition of normal is conforming to a standard, usual, typical, or expected. Now, my definition of normal is more of just being yourself. We're all humans at the end of the day. It's more of just defining it as a level playing field. Yes, we may have some who may have a richer status or more wealthier income than others, but at the end of the day, When it's all said and done, we're all on an even playing field. When it's our time to go, there's not going to be any special things or anything that's going to happen when it's your time that doesn't, that isn't going to happen to every single one of us. We're all going to be six feet under. Sorry to get gruesome, but it's the truth. Now let's tap into it. So let's talk about what it means being a black girl or a black woman I can only speak from my perspective as being a black woman in America shit can get rough when it comes to our families when it comes to jobs when it comes to relationships when it just comes to seems like every damn thing black women not really trying to feel sorry for ourselves because we don't have nothing to feel sorry for we just we literally face everything with so much grace I would say especially with this new generation kudos to us millennials and gen z's like we are out here changing shit y'all and I'm so fucking proud of us I'm sorry I'm not really a cursor but 
I just had to let it be known. We are out here doing this shit. We are breaking generational curses, occupational gaps. We are just literally out here breaking every type of stereotype. And I love that for us because I feel like as a black woman, we have been given the short end of the stick for generations and generations to come. And it's like they expect us to deal with that shit. And we're not dealing with it no more. So I just want to say congrats to all the girls, no matter where you are in life, you are doing that shit. And I'm, if nobody else has told you, I am so proud of you and keep going, keep going. But yes, being a black woman in America, from my perspective, the dating pool, it is trash, but I say it's trash because we no longer accept the bare minimum. We notice a lot of men, of course, they're typically attracted, at least from my area, they're attracted to black women. However, they want to give us the bare minimum. They don't want to, they don't see us as, I'm not going to say they don't see us as relationships, but as far as, you know, the marriage, being a two family home, things that we're pushing for, being able to have a balanced home, like where the man is the provider. Yes, we don't mind helping with bills. We're not saying you got to do everything which will be love but it's no problem with us you know you're taking care of the mortgage and we're paying the little things like light bill and the wi-fi and things of that such we're not going to be the ones splitting everything and fucking half and then you want us to do the laundry take care of the kids which you're not helping and just everything else like that's not 50 50 where the fuck did they get that from all these men have these podcasts of what they believe should be, what the problem is with black women while we're single. No, we're choosing to be single now because we're not taking their shit anymore. And I do apologize if you guys hear any cars in the background. I am outside. It's a beautiful day today in North Carolina. It's like 61 degrees in the middle of February, guys. It's not typical, but, you know, it's lovely. So I did decide to get some fresh air. But back on the subject... We are no longer accepting the bare minimum for any type of relationship when it comes to family, when it comes to romantic, when it comes to actual friendships, and when it comes to our job relationships, we are no longer accepting the bare minimum. And that is okay. Fuck it. Quit that job. I know I have. I'm right now, I'm training to be a flight attendant, assistant, um, you know, and my first couple of you know, job offers I didn't get, you know, I got invited to a live one, I didn't get it, however, you know, right now, I do have a couple that are, you know, I can't really disclose any information as far as that, but I'm going for my dreams, I'm no longer settling for a job just to say I have one, I'm going for my dreams because I'm not trying to accept the bare minimum anymore, I'm doing a couple of my businesses that I've always wanted to do. I'm more the type that I have all these ideas and they're good. But it's just when I want to start them, I want them to take off immediately. And if they don't, I get uninterested. But now I'm making myself stick to them. And I'm seeing a lot of that in the black women community. We are sticking to our dreams and we're going for that shit. And I want us to keep going. So I'm not going to keep you ladies long. I just want to know, what do you guys define as normal? What do you guys define as being a normal black girl or black woman? Wherever country you are in, continent you are in, what are some of the challenges you face as a black woman or a black girl day to day? 
we're all the same, no matter where we're from. When when we are looked at, we're looked at as a black woman. And we all get treated the same. So, yeah. Feel free to submit us some ideas to me. I'd love to hear more. And, of course, any type of subjects or anything you guys want to discuss throughout this season of one. Or, I'm sorry, throughout season one. Definitely let me know. Of course, I'll keep you guys updated as well as the website coming soon. Instagram page, Twitter page, Facebook page once it's all completed. But thank you guys for tuning in again, and I'll see you guys on the next one. All right, guys, welcome to episode three. So we're on a roll. I'm trying to stay productive with this because this is a dream of mine. I know. Welcome back to Normal Black Girl Podcast. I hope you guys have had a great day. I know I have. It's been very relaxing. So this episode, I want to talk about generational curses. What we as normal black girls and black women have to go through to break these generational curses. I know growing up, my parents had me at a very young age. They were teenage parents. Um, They didn't know how to be parents, to be honest with you. I wasn't taught financial literacy. Um, I was taught, of course, you know, go to school, get your education, get away from this little country town and things of that such. Don't end up pregnant. Um, I was raised by my dad and my great-grandmother, mostly my great-grandmother. She did pass um, back in 2013, and, you know, without her, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. I say with generational curses in my household for my father, not to put my business out there, but to be transparent, I would say more or less. I dealt with a lot of emotional and verbal abuse from my father. A lot of people don't know because I try to always mold the relationship or mend the relationship between me and my father, you know, and try to talk him up more better than what was actually offered to me. It's a lot in that family. I would say on my father's side, they were always verbally abusive to their children. My grandmother was verbally abusive to my father, and so that's how he, that's the only way he knows to do or win parenting. Uh, parenting. And without my grandmother, I would say my great-grandmother, who raised me, who stepped in to raise me, wouldn't know how to truly love and how to truly forgive. It's been a lot of things that my father said to me that I still remember. Um, it will always have a mark on me, but it also let me know what not to accept. I don't see that as something that I'm willing to take from a man when I'm in a relationship. Because I don't take it from my father, especially now that I'm older. Like, we've gotten into a lot of confrontations because I don't, I don't play that disrespect. No, I'm your daughter. You're not going to talk to me any type of way because your mother talked to you that type of way. I would say therapy helped me out a lot because I used to be very angry I used to want to be have everything in control didn't want to make a mistake because I didn't want him to have the privilege of talking shit you know just trying to stay on my p's and q's 
And it was very draining. It was very draining trying to be a perfectionist or being very controlling. It would hinder my relationships with other men because it's not that I had daddy issues. I had control issues, I would say. If things were, I was one of the types that, oh, you know, if something's going wrong and I'm just meeting you, like it's something that was a problem that I had prior to meeting you, I don't want you to be responsible for handling my problems. You know, it's more of let me do it myself so they can't say or my family can't say on my father's side that I had help or I needed help in order to get it to figure it out. Just this past week, it's been crazy. Like my mom, you know, I wasn't raised by my mom. She didn't know everything that I was going through until, you know, I actually got a text message from my father this week. I was hanging out with my cousin just to be a backstory. We went to this game back in our hometown, you know, where it was like a little adult league. And we were just joking about our families, you know, how it was growing up and, you know, just making jokes about, you know, oh, yeah, you know, this family, our families, you know, they got a lot of stuff they need to handle. I don't know why, you know, they haven't handled it. You know, I was just saying, like, how my father likes to talk shit. And, you know, when my great-grandmother was alive, like, I would go to her and get a yes versus my when my dad would tell me no, you know. And it, I guess my cousin, you know, she works with him. And I don't know the conversation that they had. really don't care because the conversation we and her had was on a joking manner. And that's how we left it. So he texts me, you know, cussing me out, saying like, oh, you know, when people run their mouth, it's funny how it gets back to me, blah, 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 trying to fat shame me. When I tell you fat shaming on that side of family, my father's mother's side, I would say my father's father's mother raised me my great-grandmother but on his father's on my father's mother's side they're very when they they try to hit you below the belt with your insults so he was just like oh you know you fat shaming like oh you, your fat mouth you know um if you were to exercise and blah 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 whatever it is what it is I'm not even gonna go into it but yeah you know growing up I am 28 you know just turned 28 so of course I'm not gonna be the same size as I was in high school I was 150 in high school I'm 5'9 well 5'8 and a half but I round up 5'9 so I was very small wore medium I'm 175 now yes I have curves I have curves that's where most of my weight comes from curves it's not that you know of course as a woman you have that that image of you need to be perfect like of course we all if we could be our high school weight you think we will we wouldn't take the chance to do that you know but I go to the gym consistently and back in the day like I would have just hit below the belt with him but I didn't um I just got to a point in my life where I don't care anymore about what he thinks about me I don't care to mend the relationship I'm tired of mending the relationship especially if I'm the only one trying and it's just the fact of like you don't even know the context in which we were talking and the fact of you know he were like oh don't joke about me joke about your mama like what how childish can you be but to not give energy to it I just told him you know hey it is what it is you know I don't care to mend this relationship or it's like beating a dead horse with you it's like I don't know you know maybe you should try therapy you know stop trying to self-reflect on me 
but it's because it's not working anymore of course he gets the oh you know when he's wrong he was oh I'm not going to go back and forth with you you're not going to go back and forth with me because you're wrong and now you realize that you're wrong but you're the one that started it so I said all of that to say this or give that backstory to say this I feel like in the normal black girl household black woman household most of us say about 75 to 80 percent of us have dealt with bashing of our families of some sort you know when we're good they're able to brag when we're achieving things they want to brag and they don't hesitate to brag but if you need help or you make one mistake it's like they talk about you the most instead of being there for you I know a lot of friends that I had you know they got pregnant at young ages and they were kicked out Or, you know, we get that as a black girl or even a black child, no matter male or female, at 18, you know, we have a stereotype or many black households at 18, you know, you got to get out. 18, you're grown, figure it out on your own, which is not fair. You know, that's not fair because 18, yeah, you're legally grown, but you don't know how to navigate life. Of course, you're going to make mistakes. Forgive yourselves, I would say. If I could tell myself growing up, looking back at the mistakes that I made trying to navigate life and figure it out because I didn't know. I didn't know, you know, what to do or how to do things or, you know, I had to figure it out the hard way. Just forgive yourself. It took me a long time to forgive myself. It took me a very long time. But yeah, breaking generation curses is hard. It's very hard, especially if you're coming from a toxic family, you know. It's very hard. And I, I want to encourage all black women, all black girls, you know, to keep striving, keep pushing. You know, you're going to have that. Don't be f- afraid to let go of toxic family members. It's, it doesn't hurt as much as you think it is. It would. Like, honestly, letting go of my father was like, I feel like I can breathe. I got to the point where I didn't care. And it's just, I, it was like a weight was lifted off of me. I have a different aspect in life. You know, it gave me that urge to just move on, move on. You know, you can't, miserable people, you know, are very toxic. No matter the family or the relationship with them, let them go. Let them go. That's the only way you're going to truly break those generational curses. And just be a better person or a better parent for your future children. Because you know what it's like to be treated a certain way. You know, get therapy. Don't be afraid to get therapy. I can say that about this generation. You know, we are not afraid of therapy. But yeah, that is episode three. Thank you guys for tuning in. What are some generational curses that you're trying to break within your family? What's some toxic traits that you've experienced growing up? Tune in and I'll see you guys at the next one.